0: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Let me see where is Kathy. Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday. Just a little late. Running around like crazy. Good morning, ladies. Good morning, Auntie Maggie. Good morning, Sue. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Taking a deep breath, coming in hot.
1: Yeah, you 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 had, you were doing quite a bit already this morning.
0: Yes. Um, before I forget, someone messaged me this week asking me where you got your glasses from, and I think I knew and I told her the place, but I'm not 100 percent sure.
1: Same place you got yours, the right? I-bar. Okay.
0: Eye bar Sherwood Park. Eye bar
1: Sherwood Park. There they are. I need to go back and I need to get my eyes tested again. This age and stage, things change.
0: Well, look at nice my earrings ones? today, Karis Gardeffin. Like I, I think know. I feel good. I feel slightly. I'll just use my hair curtains. Your so I hair look. is gorgeous. I... Okay, I'm mine. You is... watched it six
1: days ago. <laughs> mine is residual from yesterday. I just. I, and actually, the lady who did my makeup, which we'll touch on, um, she said, "Do you ever wear your hair behind your ears?" And I'm like. I don't know. And then I was like, maybe I'll Are we allowed go. to do that? Well, fringe. I'm like, yeah, maybe I will. So, so how about I, I do our intro music and right. you do our intro. Just hold, please.
0: Nice. Nice. Oh, Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome. Welcome. I'm Raina, And That's Kathy. And we are a mother daughter duo, sharing a candid inside look at our conversations wherever they lead us. Lots of times we don't know. You're getting a notification. And <laughs> here we go. We're off. So there's a lot of things that we want to talk about today. I think Wait, what? (laughs) There could be. We don't know.
1: Who knows? knows? Oh my gosh. Can we first just talk about, (laughs) this week we went, we had to go to pick up a package. And we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, special packages. And um, I, I have no sense of direction, and neither does Raina. And we went strictly on the GPS. And you know what was really interesting to me? is the absolute panic of driving, having nowhere, no idea where we were going, but we got there and I remember saying to you like,
0: We did it. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be the ones, where's Sarah? Sarah needs to be here. We need an adult with us at all times. Like Sarah's
1: a geographical artist, much like her father. And much like your husband, like we
0: talked about before GPS, and even sometimes with GPS, we have you to call our husbands. Do you remember MapQuest? Do you remember MapQuest? Yeah. I used to print off, listen to this, how messed up is this, that I used to have a job dependent on like in-person sales where I would have to go make sales calls <laughs> all over the city. And I would literally have to bring like an extra shirt because I would sweat through my shirt from the stress and i would print off which was i'm sure not safe because i'd print off these sheets of directions and i'd yeah. have to make them a bit bigger yes. cuz i can't yes. see yeah and i would have them in the passenger seat and i'd be like <laughs> and then i would i would get there and it would be fine but then you know you have to find your way back i can't it's yeah. a little, it's
1: not hitting it's home struggle. and it takes you yeah no i like i was a dispatcher <laughs> me too <laughs> But I was a really good dispatcher. That's when we had the easy finder. John bought it for me because he's like, because I didn't know where anything was. I'm like, are you the driver that does this? And it's like, where is that? Is it in the north? I don't know. Is that left or right?
0: Uh, I'm facing this way. It was awful. I know people can't say north or south or west or east to me. I won't know what you're talking about. I was also a dispatcher. Yes. And a, like for really busy, like these guys were like locksmiths that I had to go to banks if yeah. they were like locked out of their safes and stuff. Yeah. And I used to have to schedule their jobs. And sometimes you were I good get at that. I remember you were really good at well, that. Sometimes they would call me, not so happy, and be like, "What are you thinking here? Take me through your thought process. Why are you said to be here? I I can't make it to this place in time." And I feel like huh, I just really believe in you. I also have no idea where that is. <laughs> Come on, let's
1: go. So yeah, we'll, we'll tell you more about that story because that that's going to be interesting. But today we thought we would um, share about uh, my experience yesterday, which was yes. a photo shoot with, um, I'm just going to bring it up here because I butcher her name every time i say it it's so beautiful it's Emmy Lee Egoti, i think is how you say it uh and she i i booked myself a photo shoot and if you know me you will understand i absolutely despise getting my picture taken and you know that because you're a photographer and you've taken my picture you've actually had to bring me back after the whole photo shoot to do individual shots and talk me through it
0: yes And I think like, honestly, I don't think it's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I can totally relate to that because it's really difficult and it's really vulnerable to have, you know, to put yourself in that situation and to take the picture. And I think too, in this day and age with where we're always taking selfies and we have control and we can see ourselves, like I can take a selfie. I can like, if I have no one around me watching me, and I can like you know, look at the camera, and I know my angles and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. great. But the second I can't see myself, I turn into Chandler Bing. And yeah, I'm like, I know. Super like, awkward okay. smile. Don't know what to do with my hands. And oh my gosh, right? And she, Emily, is amazing. amazing. And
1: I, was, I, this has been a journey. Um, it really actually started uh, with her. Uh, making a post about doing a crone. It's like your crone photo shoot. And it's uh, like crone um, is a woman that is uh, in like a mythical creature, usually like crotchety, you know, like kind of despicable. But that's actually not, the crone she's talking about, she's talking about a goddess, a a wise woman, gray haired women is actually what she was talking about. And she wanted to see more gray haired women on social media, uh, just featured. And this is actually what her website says on like the first page. It's absolutely beautiful. And it says, it's time to be seen no more hiding. The world needs to know you to see you to be affected by you. You have a story and I'm here to help you tell it. And, like I I get goosebumps when I think about that because she actually is, she's, she's an amazing person. Uh, This very powerful, uh, strong uh, woman who has come from France. Uh, She's the most beautiful accent. Um, And she's just, she, she's so kind and like all photographers, like I initially before I went um, and you would ask me, you're like, are you excited still? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to be, cause I was really never. excited when I booked it. Cause I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm going to celebrate. And I guess I should clearly say what I'm celebrating. I'm turning 60 on July 4th. It's my 60th birthday. I am. Um, and I'm like, I've never been one to celebrate milestone birthdays. I like to just fade into
0: the distance I don't want people definitely you definitely like to celebrate other people Mm -hmm. but when it comes to yours you're like no thanks and it makes you uncomfortable yeah totally so why don't you like I think it's important and I think it's interesting and I want you to tell this part of it so yeah we talked about this yesterday is the process that we go through when we might book something like this for ourselves. So the process of, you know, you found this, it resonated so much with you. You were like, this is incredible. I need to do this for myself. Yes, you book the photo shoot. Mm -hmm. And then like, what's the process? So how many, okay, question number one, how many weeks out did you book it? And then what was the process leading up to getting yourself in the door and then getting, getting in front of the camera? Because I think this is really, I think this is really relatable. And I think that this is something that so many people would think like, oh my God, why do I do this to myself? But I think most women do this.
1: 100% what you said. So I don't, I don't actually know how far out. I think it was like either the, in February or beginning of March. It it could have even like, it was in February, I think and i actually a comfortable
0: had a little distance away
1: yeah totally but i was like <laughs> yeah and i don't know why but i I kept feeling 60 is a is so important and i really wanted to celebrate it and we're in such a, a, a struggling time like I, I, str- I can't even talk i'm struggling to say I know it. we're in such a challenging time <laughs> and i'm not going to have a birthday where people are going to which is great, where people are going to be around me. It's not going to be a big celebration with other people. Um, so, but, and I don't actually enjoy that anyway. You're right. So, but I really felt called to celebrate turning 60. And in that, because so many people don't make it to 60. It, it's like, I'm like turning 60 like when you're in your twenties, you think that person is ancient. I don't mm. feel ancient I no. feel i I love where I am right now, um but anyway, so I was like, yes, and I was reading this book by Jan Arden, and it's it's this book right here, and it's called if i if I knew then and being a woman that's almost sixty it's and and maybe there's more books out there, but I find it very hard to find. Um, books that I can relate to, like really relate to. I can relate to the Abby Wombachs, the uh, Glennon Doyle, all of those kind of books, but those women are much younger than me. And I I mean, I get tons of aha moments, but I'm like, I want to read a book from a woman who's like in my age group. And so Jan wrote this book and I want to read what this, this part of a chapter and it's called Waiting for the Crone. So forgive me if I stumble over my words. I will try to read carefully here. The meaning of the word crone varies depending on the person using it. Wikipedia says she is almost always a character in folklore and fairy tales. She is usually very disagreeable, somewhat sinister, malicious, with a sprinkling of magical or supernatural powers. That all sounds completely delicious to me. She sounds like somebody that I'd like to invite over for a few pots of Earl Grey tea and a platter of carbohydrates. I didn't know who I was going to become in my 40s or 50s. I really didn't. My 20-year-old self just threw her head back and laughed at the thought of being old. But I'm starting to get a clear picture of who I'm going to be as I march into my 60s and 70s, God is willing. Although the word itself is associated with being aged and ugly and mean-spirited, to me, a crone is a kick-ass, take no prisoners, damn the torpedoes, own your own crap, great kind of person to be entering into the time of the crone for me and thousands of other women and perhaps a few fortunate men has has been nothing short of extraordinary the crone is remarkably wise and unapologetic she is fierce and forward-thinking someone who is at the pick pinnacle of her own belonging. Okay, I'm not entering the time of the crone. I am a crone. I'm at the beginning of a new chapter in my life, a whole new book, really. And it's one that's going to read and unfold exactly the way I want it to. And I'm like, yeah, I read that resonated when she said what a crone was, it really resonated with me. um, Because I actually do feel like I'm coming into who I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I've been and fighting. I've been fighting her for a long time, yeah. but I didn't answer your question.
0: No, you didn't. But I think it's fine. It's fine. I will. We'll get I will. Um, but what I was gonna say is, I think that it's important that you like read that part because I think a lot of times when people hear the r- word "crone," it's like a negative thing, or it would be probably like an insult, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like a lot of people yeah. would think that, mm-hmm. and it's like just within like it reminds me of you know like the word fat or like words that are very polarizing in communities and yeah. how a lot of times and especially like lately in this day and age mm-hmm. people are taking those words back and taking like the negative power from those words and just owning them because yeah. being fat isn't a negative thing even though it still a lot of people believe that yeah. but fat people are taking that word back and and using it as a positive word to describe themselves as like, that's who they are. And oh. I think it's kind of a similar thing with the word crone is, you know, aging for women is something that has been um, looked at as like, you're, you dread it. You like, that's yeah. the thing. Like you, you just look around at the, the media media and everything is about youth and staying young and looking young and making sure that you, you don't show that you're aging. Yeah. And so I, I think it can be so powerful to take that word and, you know, take the power back from that word and make it into something really positive. Exactly. I, I honestly, I agree with that. Um, and so I, I boldly
1: made this, um, appointment and I I've been following Emily for a long time and her pictures are breathtaking beautiful. Uh and so I really didn't think about I mean I thought about it but I'm like oh man I I am I'm Chandler Bing in front of the camera. I feel awkward. I don't know what to do. Um I I did a photo shoot with uh for uh Shop the Skinny for the uh because of her and I remember going to that going why did I say yes to this? Uh, my cheeks were so red I was so nervous I looked like I drank a half a bottle and maybe not maybe more I I just I was lit when I got it and I I just felt so uncomfortable before it started and I was trying to be super cool about it Uh, but they made me feel really comfortable and I am glowing in every picture I my my cheeks are so red I they didn't know how to tone them down I don't think but so I think it was slightly. It was after that, which which surprises yeah. me because I really didn't enjoy getting my picture taken. I just felt really awkward the whole time. I didn't like what I was wearing. I because I decided to wear tights. I should have wore jeans. Blah, 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 all that stuff. But the pictures are great. They did like they're me. Like I yeah. I can't change that. So um, I really didn't think about it up until uh, probably. A Week ago, and I, I had been kind of curating, if that's the right word, my what <laughs> I was gonna wear. Um, and then it's like I didn't really pick out the outfits, I had visions in my head. And I'm not, you know, I could have gone on Pinterest and looked, but I was like, no, I want to be me, yeah. And actually, um, the person who goes out, which we don't get to go, um, yes. Oh, you're going to be 59 in August. Congratulations! I yeah, her book is great. Um, anyway, I um, I normally just wear Lulus and a T-shirt. Uh, I'm wearing a jean shirt right now, but because I don't go out. But the person who goes out would be a little bit more um, dressed up, not crazily dressed up. Jeans. Maybe I'll throw on a, a kimono uh, hat, that kind of thing. Um, Anyway, so I was trying to figure out like who am I in a pandemic. I and I, I actually said to Emily, "If you were going to take legit p- pictures of me right now, I should be wearing, <laughs> I should be wearing what I'm wearing right now." And part of me was going to bring that because I think it would have been fine, but I didn't. Um So I picked out my outfits. I sent you pictures, and it was mm-hmm. really funny because you and Sarah went. I know you. You said one two and four. And Sarah said one, three and five, or it was the other way. And I was like, yeah, which I wouldn't. And you said, mom, just pick out what you want to wear, which is exactly what I was going to do anyway. And I ended yeah. up changing what I was going to wear anyway. Yeah. Hi Leah. Uh, I changed what I was going to wear. Um, so when you asked me if I was excited at that point, I'm like, no, no, I'm not excited. Right. I don't know why I did this. I'm, I, I, And this is going to be a negative. I said, I'm too fat Uh, and I'm, I'm too wrinkled and I'm too old. And who is I kidding? Like, I, I can't do this. I look stupid in front of the front of the camera. And I didn't say this to anyone. This is all just going through my head. Like, why, why is my tummy so big? It's, she's going to see my tummy. It's going to be in my, in the pictures. Uh, If I bend my knee, my thigh is going to look too big, all these things. And then it was like, This smack in the side of my head where I I went, wait a minute, you chose this to celebrate who you are right now with your belly, with your thighs, with your wrinkles, uh, with your gray hair. You're like, and I like, I don't mind my hair. I don't actually mind my face. I I don't mind my thighs. Like If if I was just walking around every day, I don't actually think about it. Unless I'm looking at it and then I'll decide to pick it apart. And it's like, why do we do that? So I got up in the morning, put everything together, had changed what I was going to wear, put everything together, put them in a garment bag and proceeded to the location. And you wanted to know, okay, so when I walked in, there is Emily and she is just this, beautiful human being smile like smiling behind her mask she let she let me in and um we stood very far apart and we're chatting and um I just really I like that few minutes because you get to know the person who's going to take your picture and I just felt like just be yourself that's all that I kept saying to myself and then then Ruth oh my gosh Ruth is
0: the woman who did my hair and makeup. And... Okay, I'm going to stop you for a sec because okay. I, I don't want to lose my question. And okay. this is all so important. But I think, you know, in I think it was so important for us to talk about the process leading up to the whole photo shoot, yes. because it is, you know, one of those things, I think, that women don't do often right. um, for themselves just as, in in terms of celebrating themselves, celebrating yes. who they are, and giving themselves that, that permission to be like, no, like I want to document this time in my life, I want to celebrate myself, I want to just be who I am without any apology, and just like own that and celebrate it for what it is, and allow myself to be present in in those moments, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the leading up to it is kind of that roller coaster. Because of everything that we've been taught, everything we've been through in our lives as women, about what is acceptable in in beauty, in you know taking these types of photographs, like what we should be celebrating about who we are and what we look like and how we present ourselves, um, and so I think it's probably really, really normal for women to you know the thing, book the shoot and be like, Oh my god, this is so exciting. I'm finally going to do this. I'm going to celebrate myself. I'm really excited. And then it's kind of like the you get to the top of the roller coaster and you're like, Oh, God, what have I done? Why am I yes. on this ride? I want to get off. Yeah. Um, and then you start going down and you kind of spiral out and you're like, doubting yourself all these things, bringing up all of your insecurities. Um, because again, like we talked about, it's such a vulnerable thing to put yourself in front of the camera. Um, And the camera doesn't lie. Right. And then, then, well, it, and it, it puts right in your face, those things that a lot of times you can not think about. Mm Um, but, and then, so you're walking into the building and, and, and the connection with the photographer, I think is really important in how, like you said, those few minutes were really important to you because it is such a vulnerable, vulnerable space to be in. And you really are putting yourself like Brene Brown says, like in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um And it's there, it's scary. And it can really like, you know, that pit you get in that in your stomach and just like, you know, that visceral feeling of just vulnerability. And I think we all know what that feels like. So having that feeling and then connecting with your photographer in a way to really make yourself feel safe. You have to feel safe in order to allow your true self to shine through and give yourself permission to just be who you are without trying to put on an act or thinking you have to look or do or, or pose or be a certain way yeah. right yeah so i think that's really important and then and then makeup next Yes. so your thought process going into the makeup like what were you thinking how are you feeling about getting someone else to do your makeup for a photo shoot was it something that was really exciting for you were you a little worried about it I was a little bit Probably worried is. about it. I was a little bit worried yeah. about it. And I, I'm going to backtrack a little bit. It's funny. Sure.
1: Like going up to the chute, your dad drove me. Because he's like, just, just to, because he knew I was nervous. And I didn't talk the whole time. And for me not to talk the whole time, you know that something's like up. And I was just like yeah. thinking and just like, but I wasn't. At that point, I was like, no, I'm going in there. Regardless of if I pick the right outfits, regardless of it's like, The experience, I kept thinking the experience is more important than the photos. That's what was going through my head. That's so um, beautiful. I love that. So I, when I, anyway, Emily actually told me a story, which she has uh, on her Instagram, and I saw it. She had a photo shoot booked for herself, and she almost canceled it the night before because she felt like all the things that we feel. I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. How could she feel that? And I'm like, all of us have this vulnerable state. So. Um, And we're not, like, I'm not a supermodel. But you know what? I will tell you, in the middle of that photo shoot, I felt like a supermodel.
0: I felt like it wait was a so much fun. Wait a second. Wait what? Hang yes. on a second. So saying that, again, I think it's really important to, like, catch ourselves and, and, like, stop for a second. Because you say, like, I'm not a supermodel. But that term is, in my mind, anyway, problematic. But... <laughs> <laughs> why, why aren't you a supermodel? What, what are yeah, the, like what's the criteria? No, exactly. You know? And it's all in your
1: head. It's all in your head. And I just felt really comfortable. So I was quite nervous to get my makeup done. I didn't know this woman and her name is uh, Ruth Bang, Bancroft. And she is what a good name. It is. And she, I love Ruth. Ruth is a, such a strong it's name. A and, name. Her yeah. last name too. Sorry. I really love I know. That we will, we will tag them. And because I really think you should follow both of them. Anyway, Ruth is this tall, very beautiful woman who came in and she's wearing a mask. So you really, I, I, she's just a beautiful human being and just is setting everything up and chatting away. And we were like talking about life and just having fun as she's doing my makeup. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen? Like, am I going to be caked in makeup? Like, am I going to look like a complete, who knows? And she took her time. She is an artist. And I heard, Emily told me later, she does high fashion and she's like, she's very talented. But I I was like, I just want to enhance like what I have. And um, so as she's going to put the eyelashes on, I'm like, Wait, what? You're putting eyelashes on? <laughs> Take a deep breath. And I'm like, no, just Latter. trust, trust, yeah. trust the process. Yeah. So I, like, I'm like, oh, how am I going to feel comfortable? Well, anyway, then after a while, I didn't even feel like I had them on. Then she did my hair, which I'm like, I don't want to look like I like a bouffant, whatever. And I I, I didn't yeah. see any of myself. I did not see myself until fact, she was completely finished because there was no mirrors in front of me. And you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, if I end up having 80s hair and 80s makeup, I am going to kill it. Because that was my yes, era. You I'm it. like, you've, whatever. Been, you've been
0: in that era. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, so anyway, uh, I see myself and you know what I said when I looked in the mirror?
0: What? Holy shit
1: is what yeah. I said. Holy God, shit. That's
0: good. I'm so glad. Like, I'm so glad. And, and and in, it, like, in a good way. I was like, yeah, this. And
1: she's and she kept saying and i'm like this is what they say to everybody you're beautiful you're this and that and blah, blah, whatever but it was just i'm like you know what i'm feeling like i said the experience regardless of the pictures was the most amazing the important part yeah journey so i am so grateful ruth was and is amazing kind and so talented I And we said at the end, we have to have a dance party. There's gotta be something where we can all get together when this is over and just a bunch of women come and dance and celebrate and I'm like, yes. And the the whole time, I hadn't even had a picture taken. Emily is across the room from us and talking and I'm getting my makeup done. And I said, I wanna do this with my daughters. I want my daughters to experience this. I want the crone to be with the maidens, to be with the the babies and us like the generations. Like I, it just, it's that empowering.
0: Yeah, that's,
1: that's that's all I got to say about it. It was one of the most beautiful experiences of my life.
0: That's so amazing and yeah. And just like um, giving yourself, because that's the thing is, is I think, a lot of times in our minds, and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep here. It's gonna happen. We're going deep, but this is what comes up for me. Is <laughs> dive in, friends. Try try to to come with me. Um, it's okay if you don't, but just try. Um, so, what I think of is, you know, you you go into these situations, and we have all of these experiences from our past that kind of create these, this like framework of invisible rules that nobody enforces upon us. They're not like you're going to get a ticket or you're going to go to jail or you're going to get like some extreme consequences if you don't abide by these rules. But these rules become like these bars around us or around what, what, how we think we're able to move in the world. Because of our experiences, because of the information we take in from whatever source, just our environment, our our environment and the people around us and the things that we learn about the world. Mm -hmm. We develop these rules for ourselves, these rules that tell us, well, I can't do that because I'm this or only people who are this can do that. And I don't belong in that group. So I'm never going to allow myself to experience that. I'm never going to do that. I don't fit this criteria. So that's not for me. I, I can't do that because of this. And so we have these, you know, these little rule books or these bars or however you want to envision it, very visual person, <laughs> however you want to envision that in your mind. Um, and, and it's really hard and, and kind of heartbreaking, I think, because we miss out on these experiences that could be so empowering and so life changing and so affirming and so freeing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but it, but it can be so difficult to step out of your side of yourself and have the type of awareness to be like, wait a minute, why do I believe that? And do I even really truly believe that? is that something i is that a way i'm oppressing myself because of what i think i'm supposed to to do or be or you know like all of these things i i think about that a lot i think about how we don't give ourselves permission and we enforce these this criteria or these rules upon ourselves that are invisible and aren't actually real but well, they feel really real for us. Yeah,
1: it's that, it is that no. comparison thing.
0: Like it totally
1: is a comparison thing. Like you're, you're measuring yourself against someone else and you can't, there isn't, no, none of us are the same. No experience yes. in life. Like even if we go through the exact same experience, it's not yes. the same. The way I'm yes. going to react to it versus the way you're going to react to it. And we're in the same family and we're pretty much the same person in a lot of ways, but we're going to react to it differently. And like, as you were talking, I was thinking, this is what went through my mind too. I, I wish, I mean, I am privileged enough that I could afford to do something like this for myself, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but I want women of all ages and stages to actually be able to feel this. And you don't have to feel this by doing a photo shoot.
0: No, but yeah,
1: but to, to, to feel empowered, to feel uh, relevant in your own body, in your own skin, in your own time, just to, own it and not wait till you're 60 to go, right. oh. And it's, it's like, um, I have a couple of quotes that I went on Pinterest and I was like, OK, let's see. So Glenn Close says this, all her life, all your life, you think 60 is ancient. And all of a sudden, you find you're 60 and you don't really feel any different. I feel stronger and more engaged. This is the best time of my life. Uh, and I was like, yeah yeah, it is the best time of, of, of my life. And, but being 20 can be the best time of your life. If you can look at yourself and appreciate who you are in that moment, instead of comparing yourself to everybody else. Um, and like, of course, now I'm not going to um, find the one that I really loved by Helen Mirren. Um, oh,
0: Yes. Oh,
1: what? Maybe it'll just a minute. Sorry about
0: this. Um, No, that's okay. I think I remember it is that she says as she grows older, the phrase that she wishes she would have used more. Yes. Is is that is fuck off.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay.
1: At 70 years old, if I could give my younger self one piece of advice, it would be to use the words, sorry, uh, fuck off more frequently. Um, (laughs) And you know what? I think you can even use that when you're talking to yourself because more often yeah. than not, you need to say, you know <laughs> what? what? Stop. Stop. Kindness. Because we can be so, so mean to ourselves. And honestly, I got to do something that I don't think that everyone can do. Uh, Emily is a very, a very popular, very talented photographer. And I... I, I got to do this for myself as my, part of my celebration for turning 60 and I'm like, "Oh, I just I can't express the feeling that I had and and again, like when I love anything, I want
0: everybody to know about it. I want you to right. know about how talented yeah. this and woman you want others is that... to to experience that same feeling because totally. it's a really important Important feeling to have, but like you said, you know, not everybody can do things yep. like that. But I think it can be simplified down enough to, you know, like what I was thinking when you were talking is even just, you know, giving yourself permission or allowing yourself to wear something that you think you shouldn't wear because of whatever reason you've created in your head. When you, or yeah, you line yourself up with someone else, else. right? Look- and just in terms of like general self-expression. I can't tell you how many times in my life I've held myself back from really embracing or, or allowing myself to, to have joy in my own self-expression because of feeling like that it was too much or that it wasn't like someone with my body type or, you know, whatever hang-ups is, is I shouldn't be doing this or, you know, people are going to judge me or, or this is going to be too much or, or whatever the thing is. Of course Um, they are going to judge you. (laughs) Right. And so just, I think it's called like foreboding joy, like not allowing yourself to have that freedom of expression to be who you are, um, in, in your fullest capacity, because, of again things like comparison or just like those invisible invisible not a word but okay um invisible um rules we impose on ourselves because of of the experiences that we've had and that reminds me actually of and you did this with me is you know long ago i well not too long ago but long ago i used to run these these self-love groups um that were focused on just really you know after after doing um you know health and fitness coaching for a long time and and really focusing on trying to look, make myself fit make myself look a certain way mm-hmm. and just kind of like beating myself into the ground for so many years with that i kind of you know did a little bit of a flip and said like god like screw this man like i This doesn't feel good for me anymore. I really want to love myself. And I didn't know how to do that. Um, And so we ended up doing like organizing these boudoir shoots, um, which was so scary for me, like, even thinking about doing something like that. Um, But I really wanted to empower myself and empower women around me. And we did like this huge photo shoot as a group um, with an amazing photographer, my, my friend, Julie Rohr, um, who is just a, a beautiful human. And again, like it's, it's similar experience with makeup artists and all of those things. But I remember at that time, a very different experience because I was still very much in this yeah. place where I wasn't being myself. And I was too scared to be myself. And so I remember for me, that experience was almost like an out-of-body experience where That's I was my watching life. myself. I had like this platinum blonde, like white blonde, pixie cut. Um, you know, I, ha- I had bought all this lingerie and different things to wear that just weren't, weren't me. Yeah, um, I was trying so hard to look a certain way and I was so uncomfortable in my body yeah. and just so afraid and, and just, it was a really rough experience for me and it really shook me. And I remember since then, like, I was like, I'm never doing something like that again. Um, and I had had like a, a very different experience than the majority of people yeah. who went through that experience. It was a very, very positive positive thing Um, but I think again it like with our whole podcast idea and the fact that like different ages and stages Mm -hmm. and you know where you're at in terms of your perspective and where you're at in your life in your journey of acceptance of yourself um, and like you said like I think as you get older you start to be like no like this is who I am And I want to celebrate that part. I want to just allow that part to, to come through Mm -hmm. Um, because the thing is like, I have those photos sitting on a computer and I never did anything with those photos. They just, they're literally just sitting there because when I look at those photos, I don't see myself.
1: No. And you know what, that that right there is the key because you were trying to be something and when you were talking I was like okay you no know it would be so cool for a boudoir and like okay so boudoir does that just
0: mean like you're going to wear sexy lingerie is that like what the yeah, term and I is? mean I mean because... for for us the the nice thing about like I think that's really expanded and even in the shoots that we did you know, there was like I wore um, like a I think I wore like a an Avengers superhero like big T shirt. Yeah. I was gonna big say big black I wear- glasses and a coffee mug, and people were wearing like someone wore like a stormtrooper helmet, and
1: you know, like they were yeah. just
0: like very different. People have different ideas of what makes them feel, you like know, themselves. either like sexy or empowered or beautiful, and mm-hmm. there's no there's no wrong way. You don't have to wear. Underwear. And I would love
1: like I'm just talking about this and I would love to do something like that and have like I like for me I wear I wear Russell shorts yeah and a tank top that's uh, that's what I wear to bed or, or a pair of really old cut off um leggings and a t-shirt
0: god uh, it, my I don't <laughs> I always wear like everything's always mismatched yeah I wear a lot of clothing to bed I like to be super warm. No, I um, So less. it would be, yeah. It, I but don't know. I feel like, again,
1: if, and boudoir means different things, obviously, to different people. But I'm like, you know, how do you really go to bed? I would love to actually, and I mean, yeah. there are people, maybe you're just going to wear, like, you're going to pull up the blanket, because there's people who don't wear anything to bed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? It's supposed to be really healthy for you to sleep naked. I, Sorry, and you know what thoughts. it's just not it's not my comfort zone i would like absolutely no, no, no. hate it
0: especially but, when you have
1: kids, young kids. yeah and i, I mean idea. it's just me and your dad so it's like i could sleep however i want but i i store like my russell shorts in a tank top that's what i wear to bed no, and i'm russell. quite happy wearing that but i would love to see like those kind of photo shoots with just like being being you and I got to go and I got to be a glamorous version of myself. I do not feel like they're not me, yeah, because uh, I wore um, really my day to day clothes, I wore everything that I would normally wear. Um, and you know, what was really interesting about this photo shoot? Um, it was my photo shoot, but I really wanted to incorporate a lot of your dad in it, um, because he's such a a prominent person in my life he's like my life partner he's my my literally is my best friend he he he's tolerates he is my lobster he tolerates so much of um like who i am uh, well not tolerates and, he accepts i can say a lot of times he does tolerate it <laughs> Because we're so polar opposite, but he is just like, he is a cheerleader for me. He is just such a great support. So it was funny because when I was picking out the outfits, I really wanted to have something that he loved. So it made it very challenging for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, but it was so important to me. Or somebody else is not going to do that, but I wore jewelry that he got me. Everything had a moment in my head, a memory which is really funny because he likes to give memories. I like gifts and memories are great, but the older I get, the memories are the most important. And I thought like, when I'm looking at these as an old older woman, I'm going to look and I'm going to see that ring that he gave me. And I'm going to remember, or I'm going to look at those boots that he got me that are ridiculous. um, And go, he loves those boots so much. And, (laughs) they're actually really cool boots I just have never found the right outfit to wear with them I overthink it I'm one of
0: those kinds of boots that you just gotta wear them with whatever yeah
1: and so I just that was something I wanted to mention I I brought him I brought him with me in 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 my pictures
0: yeah well and I think too like something that just kind of popped into my head about like these photo shoots and I think like I I don't know what it relates to, but I'm just gonna say it anyways is I think like I think it is just a beautiful thing that you can do to um take photos of yourself um throughout your life mm-hmm. to have like even especially just for the people who love you, yeah. so that it's like the not i don't think you would i don't know if legacy is the right word, but like a visual legacy like Because when you love someone um, and, you know, the time comes where they're no longer here Mm -hmm. and, you know, if you're the type of person where it's just like, oh God, like I hate photographs. I never want to be in photographs. Um, You know, there's so many women, I think, especially who like who have kids and even those, those who don't, where they don't allow themselves to be in, photographs because they don't like the way that they look and maybe their kids kind of look back over the photos of their childhood or over their lives or like really want to have those photographs of their mm. loved ones and they're just not there. And you
1: know you know funny you I mentioned me, I
0: think about that.
1: No, funny you mentioned that. I um when I was there, I said, you know, this is I don't want to sound morbid, but I said, you know, I want to have a good picture at my celebration of life.
0: And yeah, uh, um yes, uh, yes Leah. And I love and looking at old photos.
1: Totally. And not not selfies. I want a good, like a good picture. And that's why when I was in the midst of it, you know, Emily told a story of a family that contacted her. She had taken, she was a, she used to be a wedding photographer and a family that, um, yeah, a family that um, contacted her. There was a woman that passed away and they had no pictures of her. She had yeah. no pictures.
0: And, it breaks my heart like, and emily Lee had cried. taken
1: a picture of her at the wedding and they said could we have that picture because we have nothing for her yeah. celebration of life we have no picture and it was a beautiful picture and emily said i i was so overwhelmed i was so sad and she said i was so of course you can have that picture and i think yeah like it's we we're Beautiful beings, like the cracks in my face. And I'm going to talk about this. I actually even talked about this with Emily. Okay. If you look at my neck, these two parts here, I'm my mother there. Um, yes. Or maybe it's my dad. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I have these things and he had a beard. So you couldn't see them. Well, they've always been like an issue as I've gotten older. They're The first thing that I look at, well, my granddaughter, Nora, loves to run her fingers through my waddle.
0: You know what's funny? And, I used to do that to Grandma.
1: Yeah, and she, I used to do and, that to Grandma, and I've never said to her. I like at first I said, "I'm like Nora, why are you doing that?" And she goes, "I love it, Grandma. It's so soft." And I'm like, "So I, I'm like, okay, go ahead, and enjoy yourself. enjoy yourself. Enjoy <laughs> yourself with my waddle, uh, because I don't want her to feel bad. She's she's doing something that that she loves. But she loves to if touch you my think skin
0: about it. If you think about it, like." And this is what I think is so important. And I'm going to try to... Articulate? Grow- yeah, like what's in my heart and head right now is it's like we have all these hang ups about ourselves mm-hmm. and we do a disservice to our loved ones by not, you know, commemorating or taking photographs of ourselves or just truly uh, like embracing and loving ourselves. Because if you think about Nora looking up at you and the way that she's looking at that part of you or interacting with that part of you is full of such love, like the the adoration and just the the loving um, the loving view, her little eyes looking up at you, and she loves you so much um, that it's almost doing like a major disservice to those people because those are good memories those are those are things that they're going to store in their bodies and in their hearts about what they loved about you, you know, totally. and, and my it's sister, hard to think of it that way.
1: Maggie just said like she used to, and I know Maggie does not like getting her picture taken mm-hmm. and she is beautiful. Like my sister is absolutely beautiful. And Stunning. yes, Kelly, she, Kelly, yes. so beautiful. I love your face. I love your
0: face. There's so much beauty in well, your face. You think about it this way. Like, so in my family, a lot of times and I say like Jay and I say this to each other a lot and my kids say it is I love your face I love your face and I think like and again I'm gonna get all like sciencey, but it's like we imprint and like even smells yeah. like like um I'm I'm very I get very um I have emotions attached to and again this might sound weird to some people but like to people I love. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and and their faces and even the things about them that they might, you know, be insecure about are things that people genuinely love about you. And I think that that's so important to recognize, but it's hard. It's hard for every single one of us because we all have our insecurities and things that we we don't enjoy so much visually. And Um, you know, What's interesting
1: is I look, and I remember people used to tell me I look like my mother when I was a young girl. Yes, Margaret, you are beautiful, even with your eyes closed. (laughs) Callie takes lots of pictures. My sister is beautiful, and it's like, yeah, she doesn't like any of her pictures, but it's, anyway, I, you're beautiful, Maggie, and I love your face. Um, But um, people used to tell me I look like my mother, and when I was like a teenager, And I'm like, do you really want to look like your mom when you're a teenager? And I used to get really angry about that because I'm like, I don't look like my mom. And now I can look at pictures and go, I do look like my mom. I sound Mm -hmm. like my mom. Oh my gosh, I am my mom. (laughs) But I love being able to see the history and the the genetic, like how I came to be um, and how beautiful I always thought she was. Like... I mean, as a teenager, I didn't want to look like her, but I always thought she was beautiful. And as an older woman, my, my my sister told me a story of like, we were at Kelly and Steve's wedding and she looked in the mirror and she was doing something and she just thought she was so ugly. And it's like, no, I, I honestly love the cracks in people's faces. I love the look of an older woman who is owning it, you know, Um, and not shying away from it. And I mean, we're talking about, older women, but I, I feel like you as a young woman, Callie as Callie Leah, you, you women embrace who you are because you know what? You are beautiful and the history of your life is on your face. The war wounds and and the victories, the battle scars, all of that. All over your body. Yeah, it's so, your body. And it's so beautiful. And I don't want people to wait till they're 60, 70, 80 years old to go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, th- this isn't bad. Of course, we're going to look and think, oh, my gosh, when I was 20, I had the most beautiful skin. Why didn't I appreciate it? Well, you know what? You're 60 now and you didn't appreciate it. appreciate where you are right now. Yeah. Quit looking yeah. back. Like, let's be right where we are.
0: Um, yeah. That's well, too, Like, the, the last thing that I'm going to say, because I know we're, we're going a bit yeah. long, but I think this is just such an important topic, is I think, um, I guess you know, I'm just going to be really honest here in my own experience, a lot of the reasons lately, I don't enjoy or have any plans to or want to take photos is because, you know, as our bodies change, as we, you know, get older, and we go through different phases of life, and different things happen in our bodies are not, you know, necessarily the way they were like the last time we took family photos or something like that. Yeah. Like I have in, in totally 100% honest, haven't wanted to do a family photo shoot because I don't want there to be like a visual representation of how much my body has changed since the last photos we took, right? Because it's, it's a big change and i think it's really tough for us to because we're we're always told we're supposed to bounce back or 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 look a yep. certain way or look like how we've always looked and and okay. just not allowing our bodies to change or not accepting that you know that's where we are now and that's what we look like now and it's okay to for our bodies to change and generally they do well, for totally. some people who are you know some people don't change; they stay in the exact same body, shape, size, their whole lives, and that's just wonderful, but for oh, I bless think, you, yeah, I think for a lot of us that's not always the case, and it can be very you know it can be a big struggle to to take those photos or to want yeah. to do that um I know it is it is for me
1: um, it, it totally was associated to this, I was like. You know, if I would have, you know, oh, if I would have done this, I could have lost a few more pounds, whatever. It's like, no, you know what? And it was like the smack in the side of my head, telling myself to F off and go, you know what? You're right here right now because, you know, why? There's a lot of things that got you here. You're healthy. And Mm -hmm. I'm here. I am cherishing the moment that I am going to, I'm fast approaching 60, but I'm still here. It's hard to get up the 40 (laughs) But you know what? That pooch is like, come on. It's a, it's a you can ponch. Make that punch. Well, I like to call it a pooch. <laughs> there are many names. There are many anyway,
0: names I, for it.
1: I just feel like, again, being an s- almost 60-year-old woman, I, I'm not quite 60, but almost 60-year-old woman, you waste a lot of time hating yourself for the way you look. And you know what? You're taking your eyes off of your life pooch punch, Yeah. Taking your eyes off of your life, the people around you, the loved ones, you're missing out on moments. And don't, Raina. here's what I'm going to say to you. Don't miss out on that photo shoot because when is Brody going to be five again? He's almost like, like he's growing up every day. Mason is nine. Like your children are growing up. Your husband, like these are moments that you really do want to celebrate and whether or not your body's different or the same, It's never going to be actually the same. It doesn't matter at 20. If you are exactly the same weight at 60, your body's going to be different. Things are going to have dropped. And
0: uh,
1: yeah. And and unless I know Seth is 14. So it's like, take those moments. I'm so sad thinking about many days I wasted missing out on things. And you know what I want to say to you, Sue, do not be, you have to leave that where it is and cherish where you are now because we yes. you can do better when you know better. That's
0: and that's so all
1: we want to do is like talk about like just appreciating who you are and don't let life pass you by because you are disappointed in your body. Yeah. Because and I
0: think it's just honoring and accepting those yeah. those feelings cuz they're valid. Like it's, yeah, it's totally. fine to feel sadness and grief. Mm-hmm. over yes. the fact that you know you did miss out on some things yep. or maybe you recognize you didn't some things that you really wanted to do because I think we all have that I know I definitely oh, do I do too but that's what um, I'm saying you can't yeah. and then, fix then it's it. just like accepting that and being like okay I didn't know I didn't know this truth right right at those moments but yeah. that's something I know now and I can I can, can be do better. in the progress or the process of of doing better in the future for myself, like, allowing 100%. myself to do what I want. 100%. Yeah. And
1: that, like, that to me is, like, Sue, I just want you to be able to go, okay, like, I that was then. And, like, yeah, exactly. You've gotta, you got to own that grief. You've got to own those losses and work through them. Because, And you know what? I know that because I'm a grief recovery specialist. And it's, like, working through loss. And, you know, we have, there's... Losses include, like, your your body, like, your your the loss of, like, what you thought. What, how am I here? Like, how did I end up here? Or your body is, your health. There's so many things. So it's really important to live, like, to actually accept um, that feeling, feel it, and then go, okay, you know what? I know better now. Mm-hmm. I want to live in the moment. And uh, that's really... This photo shoot, I That's
0: was trying
1: myself. I was trying to live in the moment. Did I have a lot of like everything that I've ever done before that that all came mm-hmm. up? All those things that I know and feel and um,
0: Yeah you know, that, that are normal to me. That I'm like I you oh, have to I'm like drag worthy. yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and then into being in the moment. Yeah.
1: And honestly, it was j- like like I will go back to the experience itself was worth it. I I don't know what the photos are going to look like. And am I going to like all of them? Probably not. Am I going to pick apart stuff? I pray that I can just look at them and appreciate the woman that's in those pictures. But i I mean, I'm human. I probably will.
0: Well, and I think like, like it's the, like, like you keep saying the experience, the Mm -hmm. experience is what we want. The experience is, is the thing that that we're all wanting to get out of doing something is that memory, that that feeling, what happens.